Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted. Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Knightsky. Well, I hope this finds you doing very, very well. I am sitting here in my recording studio, quote unquote, closet, and I received a request this past week, which was to do another book review and music review so that you could have some different things to read as you're heading into the second part of the school year, as well as the second part of the year, or you're heading to your spring breaks or whatever you're doing. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six books and two songs for you to consider reading and listening to as you're heading into the end of winter, the beginning of spring, and more hope. So here we go. First book is by Ben Newman, and my friend Steve had told me about this text. It's called Uncommon Leadership. Now, I know there are a lot of podcast listeners who are not necessarily readers. So what I like about this book is that it is thin, it's easy to read, and it's very engaging. What Ben did was he broke down his ideas of uncommon leadership and the ways the greatest leaders lead, and they're basically people he knows really, really well. Now, this is kind of a book where if you really enjoy athletics and coaching, um, these are interviews and ideas from a lot of those types of people. Now, there is Nick Saban in here and John Gordon, who's a more of a life coach type of person. But I really recommend this book as just one of those texts to purchase and have at school, in your office, um, next to your bed, where you just want to quickly go and learn and read about different leadership styles. What I really like about this text is as he goes from person to person, he breaks down each of their different qualities and leadership styles and skills, but more importantly, what is their process, how they lead, what they do, how their tools are used, what their mindset is, and how they ensure success for those around them. And that's what I really liked about the book is that each of the leaders he details in here, it talks about how they have a you first mindset, how we have to follow a process, how we are only great when we are going in the same direction together, and each of their own unique skills and offsetting different behaviors. One of my favorite parts about the book that in to end here, I guess, is just the simple fact that each of these will make you reflect upon your leadership style, leaders you've been around, and other people. So that's the book. Ben Newman, Uncommon Leadership, 11 Ways the Greatest Leaders Lead. It's a very good book. Now, on the leadership perspective, I want to bring to you a second book that um, I learned about through a reference and a referral from a friend. This young woman named Christina Weinman, is from the state of Wisconsin. And she wrote this book when she was a senior in high school. What she did was she basically went and interviewed different leaders in her region and asked them the same core questions. And one of the things that I love about this text is it's the success through our eyes, your eyes. And the book's called Success Through Your Eyes, Learning from Your World to Find Your Way. And the beauty of the text is just the awesome perspective that she has, one, in her writing, two, in her interviewing, and three, in her findings. And I want to read something from the book to you to really get you to think about it, because this is an 18-year-old's voice writing the text after interviewing many different leaders and trying to find for herself what is great leadership. So this is what she wrote in here. 
One thing I noticed during each of the interviews was that every little mistake they made, whether simply messing up their words, spilling food on themselves when eating, knocking over their chair when they stood up, etc., each of their mistakes were magnified because I had the perception that adults don't make mistakes. One of the things that stops certain generations from effectively communicating and listening to each other is the preconceived notion that we hold in our heads. Once we realize that everyone makes mistakes and everyone is valuable, we are able to connect and understand people better. And here's my favorite part, which really shows the perspective of a young person learning and leading amongst adults. She quotes Hannah Montana when she says, I think Hannah Montana said it best. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. So the book is called Success Through Your Eyes, Learning from Your World to Find Your Way by Christina Wyman. You can find it on Amazon, but I just really, really enjoy the book for the main idea that it's written by a young woman just out of high school, and it shows her perspective of just the simple fact that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. It doesn't matter how much money you've made or how much success you've had. Leaders are leaders, and we all make mistakes, and we all learn and grow from them. It's pretty awesome. Success Through Your Eyes, Learning from Your World to Find Your Way by Christina Wyman. I think every high school kid should read that book. Now, the next one is another leadership text, and I found this book to to just basically be a real brain buster. It made me think a lot about my role as uh, an organizational leader. It made me think a lot about human resources and working for and with others. And it made me think a lot about having to serve people in a different mindset. And it's called No Rules, Rules, Netflix and the Culture of Reinvention by Reed Hastings and Aaron Meyer. I strongly suggest you read this book regardless of what you do in life. And the reason is, is because it will challenge your traditional thinking about what work is supposed to look like, what life is supposed to be like, and how you are to be engaged in your life and work. One of my favorite things about this book is it just simply breaks down the famous Netflix slide deck. Google Netflix slide slide deck one time and just go through the whole thing where he breaks down all of the no rules rules and all the different ways he challenges the normal structure of work, how the rules get in the way, how sometimes people get in the way, how we can find ourselves in a position where we believe we are right because of the rules, but we are wrong because of the compliance that those rules force. Creativity gets crushed he argues, and they argue throughout the text, because people have to stay in these little tiny silos and boxes. And what they did at Netflix when they were growing and and developing was they blew all that up. Now, the book is called No Rules Rules, Netflix and the Culture of Reinvention by Reed Hastings and Aaron Meyer. Again, there are so many great little nuggets in this text. I can't even begin to tell you what you're going to walk away from in here. And one of my favorites was when they quoted their HR philosophy and said, I believe that every individual should be able to draw a line between their contribution to the corporation and their individual aspirations. That is where there's such a great disconnect between so many of us and our work, right? It's what we think we want versus what they want. There's no direct line in between there. So we become disengaged, disenfranchised, and angry. We stop doing our best And then we find ourselves resenting our own job. But at the end of the day, we get to choose what we want to do. This book breaks down how to do that, 
how it's done and how it has proven to get great results. All right, three more books. Now, this next one is literally a heavy one. Like, seriously, it probably weighs four pounds. It's called Invisible Child, but it is also figuratively a heavy book. Invisible Child was a book that was recommended to me to help me grow my empathy of the plight of people who live in poverty in large urban areas. And in this book, specifically, it's around poverty, survival, and hope in Brooklyn. It's a difficult read. I'm not going to lie. It's a book that will constantly tear at your heartstrings. It will make your head numb. It will frustrate you to no end. But when you're finished, it will make you think, what are all the different ways in which we could be better for others in our leadership? How could we become more empathetic for the plight of the people around us? How can we stop walking past people that we are seeing on the street but not acknowledging or understanding? How can we do better for the kids in front of us? How can we really try to figure it out? Now, Invisible Child is a book that took me about three months to read because I would actually have to walk away from it for a while. It's that tough breaking down all the different ways that programs like social services and um, just everything, the health and human services in different states and cities, specifically New York and Brooklyn, are just broken for certain people. But I will tell you this. When you do finish the book, if you buffalo through it, you'll find yourself a little light. And what I mean by light is because the book still does instill some hope. It doesn't reinforce the fact that everything is broken. But I'm telling you right now, if you read Invisible Child by Andrea Elliott, it will change your mindset around poverty, around the different struggles that people face, around race, and more specifically, it'll drive home the point that we probably have it pretty good. Okay, that was a couple of books. Now let's find a song. Brian Vanderpool and his wife Sarah from the Well Pennies have their own recording studio, Golden Bear Studios in Des Moines, Iowa. And he and I get to talk about music once or twice a year where we each grab a beer, we hop into a Zoom, and we start talking about what he's been listening to, what he's been recording, who he's been working with, what I'm listening to. And he sent me a bunch of songs and a bunch of tracks that I'm going to have a podcast about coming up in the next couple of months. But there's two artists that I wanted to share with you to help you uh, find some cool new music. Now, the first one here, I'm going to play 60 seconds of their song in their band called Brad and Kate. And I just love how he created this uh, beautiful sound with these two great singers. Again, it's available on iTunes and Spotify, anywhere you listen to music, but I think you'll really like it. Okay, the next book. 
little lighter is uh, a book by David Brooks. It's called The Second Mountain. Now, if you're looking for a self-help book, if you're looking for some personal motivation, for some great reflection, if you're looking for the opportunity to really start to think about, like, where am I going? What is my purpose? What am I doing? If you are struggling right now with a lot of motivation and drive and you're not really seeing the big picture of life and everything around you in the way that you used to or that you want to, I'd recommend this book. Now, the reason I recommend the book is because it breaks down that there are four commitments that each of us should live by. Our vocation is the first one, what our job is. Our second is our relationships. The third is philosophy or your faith. And the fourth is your community. And it goes through all the different stages of how to maximize those pieces, how to become more committed to those different components. Now, there is an element of religion in there that is reflection with the philosophy and, and religion. But I would tell you right now, the first chapter where it talks about the two mountains of life, where we have our moral ecologies and we travel between the valley and the wilderness and our heart and soul, and then we finally find the second mountain of our life. If you're looking for something to make you think, to get you to reflect, to put you in a position where you can support a shift in your mindset so that you are happier and healthier upstairs in the brain, this is a book I would recommend. Now, it's an easy read. It's not that thick, but at the end of the day, you will be thinking, you will find yourself talking to your friends about it, and you'll probably want to start a little book study with other people with like minds as yourself so that you can try to get through the different struggles that we're all facing. So again, it's both a self-help book, it's a leadership book, it's an empathy book, but at the end of the day, it's a text that's going to make you think. Okay, David Brooks, The Second Mountain. Now, the last book, My Daughter Grace. So, we're driving around yesterday and she asks, can we go to the bookstore? There's a book I want to get. Well, I'm not going to say no to that ever. So sure, let's go. So we go to Barnes & Noble and we pull in and we go into the bookstore and she asks the clerk, hey, do you have the new book, Paul McCartney, The Lyrics? And I'm like, ooh, that sounds really good. Is it like an autobiography or a biography? Is it a, a historical review? Well, the answer is yes. And the other thing is it's also $90, so it's really worth it. But it is a two-volume text. It is like, it's like a book from college. Like It feels like a biology or chemistry book. And what's amazing about it is it is filled with history. It is filled with reason. It is filled with purpose. It's filled with motivation. And what it does is A through Z goes through every song Paul McCartney was ever a part of. And it breaks down why he wrote it, how he collaborated, what the song's meaning was, how they used it, what it meant to him, what it meant to others. And it breaks down everything. Every song the Beatles ever sang that he wrote, every song that he wrote as an independent and a solo artist or with the wings or collaborating with others, it's all in here. And if you love the Beatles and you love music, you will love this book. Now, if you're a collector, go buy it. If not, check it out from the library. It is, it's fun just paging through. I read about 15 different songs yesterday. I was exhausted by the time I was done, but then I played them and it was awesome. So the six different books I gave you today, a couple of leadership books, a couple of workbooks, 
a book for self-motivation, a book to really get you thinking about empathy and poverty. But all these different texts are different books that I'd recommend to you for different reasons. So whatever your season of life is right now, whatever you want to focus on, whether that's your leadership skills, your empathy for others, your development around how to lead other people and be a better me second person, or if you need some self-help in reading The Second Mountain, or if you just want to be entertained and read about the Beatles. Six books for you to consider as we're moving forward here into the winter. Now, I'm going to end with a song here. And the song is a really, really cool song. It is a song that was written and performed by an elementary school teacher from Iowa. You see, the Well Pennies have their studio, Golden Bear Studios, and they record and produce and help other artists from around the country get themselves established, get themselves onto iTunes, get themselves onto Spotify. And the next artist is Andrew. And Andrew Hoyt is an elementary school teacher in the Ankeny Public Schools in Iowa. And the reason I chose this song, of all the songs in the catalog, is just this simple piece. Andrew really inspires me because he's a teacher with a passion for students, a teacher with a passion to support learning, and a teacher with a passion to also use his creativity in ways to help other people get excited because that's what musicians do. They get us to engage in their music. They get us to think about what they're singing about, their lyrical poetry with rhythm and melody to back it all up. So this song by Andrew Hoyt, It's called Nashville Girl, and I really enjoyed it. And in the next couple weeks, Andrew's going to be on the podcast because we're going to interview him and break down how in the world do you become both a professional musician and an educator all at the same time. So reflect on the books you want to read. Find different ways to challenge yourself so that you can grow the strength and courage to continue charging into the storm and use these texts as an opportunity to expand your knowledge, increase your empathy, grow your wisdom, And most importantly, be the best version of yourself. Been waiting for someone After hoping for so long But I made up my mind Once met her in person Never been more certain She's of a special kind She's so criminal Taking all my love away It's just in my head Wishing that it was that way I can barely believe it How much I've fallen in secret I learned slide guitar for her, yeah Nashville girl, Nashville girl, got my heart flying sky for you. Nashville girl, Nashville girl, meet at the rhyming. We can walk the main street, taking all the bands there too. As long as it is all with you, I'm not a music city, but sounds like the band's playing for me, banjo and band. She's so dolly, little Musgraves and Presley So classic and with it, wanna sing her harmony Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Nashville girl, Nashville girl, 
Main Street Taking all the bands there too As long as it is all with you When it comes to musicality She's the only ten I see Love the way she sings so free Wanna get a bit closer Come on, Nashville girl, Nashville girl Got my heart flying sky for you It's true Nashville girl, Nashville girl Beat it through rhyming We can walk the main street Taking all the bands there too Baby, would you be fine? It is all with you.